Blessings Bethel, I welcome you to a glorious time in God's presence. Today I have something that will really help us in our Christian work. Something that will help define the daily steps of our Christian work. So Holy Spirit, we open ourselves to you. We open ourselves to the guardians of your sweet spirit, Lord. Help us, Lord Jesus, to understand, to comprehend. Lord, help me, Lord, to dish out your word in a way where it will bless people, transform their lives, and help them to develop a deeper intimacy with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Today I have for us what I titled the angelic realm. The angelic realm. We're speaking about the angelic today. The angelic realm. Help us, Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. So, angels are mystical beings that walk amongst us. I said angels are mystical beings that walk amongst us. One of the things that makes them very mystical is the inability to see them at will. Angels are a very important aspect of our daily lives. Every man that walked with God needed angels they needed angelic help at a certain point in their journey with god so if you are if you are going to journey on this if you are going and back on this journey of faith you would definitely need angelic assistance even jesus needed angels to help him matthew chapter 4 verse 11 testifies of that it says that then the devil left jesus momentarily or temporarily and angels came and ministered to him. Look at someone like Elijah to 1 Kings 19 verse 5. The Bible says, Then he laid down under the tree and fell asleep. All at once an angel touched him and said, Get up and eat. Verse 6 says, He looked around and there by his head was a cake of bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water he ate and drank and lay down again to sleep then verse 7 says the angel of the lord came back a second time and touched him and said get up and eat for the journey is too much for you the summary of that story is elijah had to journey for 40 days and the strength elijah got from that bread that he ate was what sustained him we all need angelic help in our journey with God. Luke chapter 3 verse 22 says that the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus Christ in the form of a dove. But one thing you notice here is that Jesus' ministry wasn't where it should be at the time when the Holy Spirit dwelled upon him. Jesus had to journey into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. He came I mean, rather, he overcame and then the Bible says he overcame the devil. He overcame the temptation of the devil. And the Bible says here 
that angels were assigned to him right after that. Angels came and ministered unto Jesus Christ. And after ministering to him, of course, they ministered in, in food because Jesus Christ was hungry. What we hear after that is that when Jesus Christ leaves the wilderness, he leaves full of the Holy Spirit and with power. And then his message was spread abroad. So there was something about his message being spread to the whole ends of the earth when the angels were assigned to him. Because we, didn't, we never heard of angels in the ministry of Jesus until when angels were assigned to Jesus Christ after being tempted of the devil. So unlike the popular belief that all of us have about angels, that um, angels are assigned to everybody and we all have guardian angels, that's not accurate. Yes, you heard me right. Not even all professing Christians have angels. And I'll show you why. It's there in scripture. Psalms 34 verse 7. You can open to that scripture. Psalm 34 verse 7. The angels of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. Precious Holy Spirit. Look at that. The angels of the Lord encamp around only those who fear God. Does that sound like everybody has angels? Of course not. Because there are people who don't fear God. Psalm 91 says, somewhere it says that he shall give his angels charge over you. That word shall does not mean that they are there. It means that he will assign them at a particular point. He shall. So my dear, if, you, if your life lacks the fear of God, you do not have angels. You cannot have angels with the lack of the fear of God. For me, I can tell when certain angels join me or are assigned to me or my ministry. And I even know their names. Not all Christians might be able to do that. But angels are an important aspect of our lives. Angels are assigned to believers based on the purpose or assignment given to them. Jesus' ministry will have been ordinary without angelic assistance. We all need angelic assistance. The subject of angels is so interesting to me. And in fact, there are some things that you might find exciting. The Bible mentions angels about 273 times in scripture. If angels are mentioned this much, if angels are mentioned this much, God wants us to be conscious about their civilization but not to make a God out of them, no. But to harness the help they are here to offer us. This teaching will help us understand angels better. Because the subject of angels is very confusing. It's very confusing in the body of Christ. It is taught many times without good understanding. And truly many people... Who speak of angels have had genuine encounters with angels. They have. But still, their knowledge about angels is not balanced. I hope in this teaching, I, I, I hope I get to address so many areas in this teaching, so many areas about um, the topic of angels. This topic is something that I've struggled with in my spirit to teach for so long. And I'm glad that God finally gave me a go-ahead to edify the body with this teaching 
one thing I want you to understand here is that we already started the teaching anyway. Whoever told you that all angels have wings didn't want you to recognize angels. The person didn't want you to recognize angels when you encounter them. Because I'm telling you that not all angels have wings. Hebrews 13 verse 2. The Bible says, Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. For by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Do you know that it's possible for an angel to pay for the next house beside you and live there as a neighbor and actually drive out every morning like they're going to work, somewhere they call work? Yes, angels can coexist with human beings. Angels can take on human form and live within us. I will classify angels thoroughly in this teaching and explain certain things to us that will help us. But you can have a strange neighbor who nobody knows anything about. You don't understand who this neighbor is. You just know that there's something weird about this person. And he might simply be on an assignment, an instruction from God. I'm not saying that you should suspect every stranger that you see in your neighborhood based on this teaching. But I'm just telling you, the Bible says that you should be kind to strangers because people have entertained angels without knowing. Let me tell you a story, a personal story of mine. There was a particular night we were going to church, me and my parents. I was in the back seat, I remember, because we had to pick a member of our church who wanted to go to church also. And then I remember that right in the middle of the road, late at night, like really late at night, a very dark road where you do not expect such to occur, we saw a little girl and a little boy. The little girl, within the age of seven, and a little boy around maybe three years old standing right in the middle of the road she was holding his hand i remember this picture clearly as we drove past we got to where they were and then the light of the car was bright on their faces and then the little girl was waving her hand mommy 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 please do not drive past this lane don't drive there's a naked wire right in front and then in that consciousness we're like while what these kids doing on the road and then in that split of a second where we decided to make a turn just to say thank you to these little kids and then boom they were vanished they were not there anymore so yeah angelic assistance is real angels can coexist within the human race let's go into the deeper stuff about angels now let let me start by classifying angels Unlike what we understand, if I were to ask anybody or anyone who is a Christian to classify angels, you will hear people say things like uh, cherubim and seraphim. This actually is one of the classes, yes, but it's not accurate. I, I wish I could show images to us, but I'll try my best to describe the, I'll try my best to describe some of these classifications of these angels the holy with the holy spirit helping me here i'll classify according to the hierarchy so i'm going to start with the highest in hierarchy because angels have hierarchy there's a there's a hierarchy in the realms of the spirit for the angelic beings 
So according to what I understand, there are nine types of angels. There are nine types of angels that I'm aware of. And the first class are the seraphs or the seraphims. Do you know, I can feel such a strong angelic presence while teaching this. And I'll explain why later. I hope that the Holy Spirit reminds me. Seraphs are the highest in the cadre of the angelic. And they are the closest to God. Not the cherubims like what we think. Because people say, oh, the cherubim that cover it, the mercy seat. No. The seraphs are the highest in cadre. Followed by the cherubims. Then followed by the orphanims. The orphanims are also called the thrones. Followed by the dominions. Followed by the virtues. Followed by the powers. The principalities. The archangel and the angels. Let me just brush through that quickly. I said the seraphims, the cherubims, the orphanims, the dominions, the virtues, the powers, the principalities, the archangels and the angels. These are the classes of angels. Yes. The name angels is also a class of angels. And that's the last category of angels. I'll take my time to explain each of these ones that I've mentioned. When you hear the Bible mention certain things like power and dominion, I'm sure that people think differently. But I'm here to show you what God's word is saying. You're going to get a lot of light from this teaching. Let's look at Luke chapter 10 verse 19, for example. The Bible says here, Behold, I give unto you power. I give unto you what? power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you look at that behold i give unto you what power over the powers of the enemy i give unto you power over the powers of the enemy what the bible is saying here is that god gave to man authority over the powers Jesus Christ gave unto man authority, the same authority he has. He gave it to man over the powers, a class of angels. You see, the devil is also referred to as the prince of the power of the air. These powers, they control the minds of people. And once the devil now has control over the air, over the atmosphere, over true being in charge of the powers then he can control the minds of people that's how the devil is able to manipulate the minds of people you make a sacrifice and you want maybe an album to sell and all of a sudden people's minds are just moving in one direction how is babylon able to fraternize with the earth through the powers let's take this thing one by one we'll start with the seraphs holy spirit help me there's so much here to learn God help me in teaching this. Seraphs. You see, the word seraphs means fairy ones. The plural of seraphim is seraphs. These specific angels are mentioned in the Bible as having faces, hands, and feet. Each seraph has six wings, four of which they use in covering themselves in the presence of God. I feel so much of the presence of the Holy Spirit and angels here. The, the seraphs, they, they cry holy, holy, holy continuously. This class of angels are the closest to God. And seraphims are generally considered as fairy 
and not even other divine beings can look at them. Not other, not even other divine beings can look at them. Not even other divine beings can look at them. They are described by John and Ezekiel as having four faces. The face of a man, the face of a bull, a lion and an eagle. And they have clothed feet like hoofed animals. So, I've talked about the seraphims. The seraphims are regarded as the fairy ones. Not even other divine beings are allowed to look on them. And the seraphs are the highest in Keda. In terms of the angels, they cry holy, holy at the throne of God. They cover their face and their feet and their being because they are always in the presence of God. They always cover their personality. Now for the cherubims, the cherubims, these angels are keepers of the celestial records and they hold the knowledge of God. People who have seen cherubims, I know people who have seen cherubims, I've not, I may, I don't think I've seen cherubims, but people who have seen cherubims to the best, to the best, they describe it, they describe cherubims as looking as little babies with fierce strength and then a piercing look in their eyes. It's also recorded that they have wings. And I strongly believe that angels can take any form. They can take different forms of, of whatever they want. But in the case of Lucifer, we see how much precious stones and gems that God uses in creating him. You find out in Ezekiel chapter 28 from 12 to 17, angels are created, angels rather, they are created and then they are creatures of God. There was a time when angels didn't exist because they were created by God. Angels are made out of quantized light. It's the purest form of light. Quantized light is the purest form of light. We talked about seraphs. We talked about cherubims. Now we want to talk about ophanims. Ophanims also referred to as thrones. Their appearance is probably the most bizarre of all of them. It's probably the most bizarre of all of them. There was something I didn't mention about the seraphs. The seraphs have feet. They have clothed feet like the like hoofed animals. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that in seraphs. You see that I'm kind of like running through because there's so much to talk about. Holy Spirit, help me. For the thrones, the thrones are the most bizarre in look. You know, they're described as looking like great glowing wheels covered with many eyes all around it ezekiel describes them as the wheel in the wheel thrones are also referred to as orphanims they are god's chariot you heard about the chariots of fire that came to pick up elijah yeah thrones are also referred to as the wheel in the wheel dominions dominions exist in transition between human worlds and their own celestial realm they receive orders from seraphims. So the way angels are arranged in Keda, they receive orders from the superior angels. Dominions are like heavenly governors. They attempt to strike a balance between matter, spirit, good and bad. They receive orders from the, from the seraphims and the cherubims. If you look at the social arrangement of the beehive, you see that the dominions are like the workers, the worker bees. For the virtues, the virtues, these angels are shaped like sparks of light. They help maintain the natural world. Some people say that they are the ones responsible for 
the signs you see in the constellations like the thunder the lightning all of those things now you have the powers the powers they can appear like brightly colored hazy fumes when they when they appear they control the atmosphere and they sort of like act like border patrol agents i already talked about the devil being the prince of the power of the air jesus christ had to destroy own principalities and powers triumphing them in it and making a public show of them so the bible says that we're seated in christ high far far above you know all principalities and powers and rulers of darkness but paul says we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers one thing that you should put in consideration is that the powers and principalities constitute a major part of the angels that fell with lucifer you can see again in their hierarchy that they fall underneath the dominions only a higher hierarchy or class of angels are allowed in the presence of god the others receive orders from superior angels you might get a picture of how many of them choose to follow a cherubim because a cherubim is really high up there in terms of hierarchy so for the principalities now they supervise the activities of angels the think about a school with the principal in charge so that's how it is now the principalities are sort of like in charge i would make reference to bible examples as we go on in this teaching for the archangels they engage in spiritual warfare and also bring messages to human or mankind we've heard of archangel michael archangel gabriel these are archangels and we see in the book of jude that they could not even rebu- uh, michael couldn't even rebuke the devil because of the hierarchy not only because the devil had received the position of man in terms of authority the the devil there was a cherub it was a cherubim now the last category are the angels the angels these are just regular angels in the hierarchy they can come to you they're the ones that appear the most to men they can warn you protect you bring a message from god to you and all of that stuff i want us to look at scripture revelation chapter 12 verses 7 it says and then what broke out in heaven michael and his angels fought with the dragon you can see right there that war broke out in heaven and michael had his angels to fight against the dragon so i'm showing you that the angels are underneath the archangels think about a general he has soldiers underneath him so that's how the archangels and the angels operate that archangel in front of their name is like a position of authority above the angels so you have the squad of angel michael you have the squad of angel gabriel so if someone needs spiritual warfare archangel michael does not need to appear there and fight he has soldiers in that band who he can dispatch angels are not omnipresent they have to appear at one place at a time so that's why when john looks at the picture of heaven you see myriads and myriads of angels because these angels are arranging hierarchy so you have the angels on michael's side fighting against the angels of the dragon if you look at revelation chapter 12 verse 7 you can look at that later let's read scripture now let me take you to the book of let me take you to the book of revelations no daniel chapter 9 
Daniel chapter 9, precious Holy Spirit, Daniel chapter 10, verses 10 to 14. And behold, an hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hands. And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee and stand upright. For unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken these words unto me, I stood trembling. He was trembling because of the appearance of the angel. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst said and nice to understand, and to chasten thyself unto thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia, on which, which stood me one and twenty days, that's twenty-one days, that's three weeks, but lo, Michael, one of the chief priests, came to help me, and I remained there with the king of Persia. So the kings of Persia there that you're seeing, according to the hierarchy I explained to you, is a principality. They are principals in charge of they are in charge of archangels and angels. So they are like principals. They take records and then they instruct in a location, in a territory. They are in charge of a territory. That's why Paul says that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities. That's principals in charge of, of angels in a location and powers, those ones that control the minds of men. So yeah, we're going to jump from verse 14 to 18 of the same scripture. Then they came again and touched me with one like the appearance of a man, and he strengthened me and said, O man, greatly beloved, fear not, peace be unto thee, be strong and ye be strong. And when he had spoken unto me, I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak, for thou hast strengthened me. Then he said, Knowest thou wherefore I come unto thee? And now will I return to fight with the prince of Persia? And when I'm gone forth, lo, the prince of Grecia shall come. Let's stop reading there. One thing I want you to see from what I read to you is while men wrestle over land and money here on earth and women, you find out that those things truly have no spiritual value. Because here you can see spirits fighting over knowledge. Daniel was praying, trying to understand the books of Jeremiah. And then while trying to understand, the knowledge was released from the realms of God. But a principality appeared to fight with angel Gabriel, who was sent to deliver the message. Angel Michael had to appear to join in the fight so that Gabriel can temporarily leave to deliver the message to Daniel and come back to continue the fight. That is very, very deep. Let's move on. Angels don't know everything. In fact, they rely on us to know more about God. That's something that fascinated me. Something that God revealed to me. There is a lot that they don't know. For example, they are not touched by the blood of Jesus. So the message of salvation is for you and I to preach. It's for man. You will never see an angel carry a Bible and preach about the blood of Jesus or the salvation. Because it's left for us to preach. If we don't preach that, then that's left to us. 
let me take you through scripture again let's look at Ephesians I always love to balance with scripture because people might say oh yeah it's teaching us extra biblical stuff let me take you to Ephesians chapter Ephesians chapter 3 Ephesians chapter 3 Ephesians chapter 3 verses 7 to we're reading to 10 so this is Paul speaking again Paul says whereof I was made a minister according to the gifts of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power unto me who am less than the least of all the saints is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ to the intent now unto principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God can you see there that is true the church that is true the the arrangement what God did was that he prepared something right from the beginning which he hid from the world even hid it from the angels they didn't know they don't know all things the Bible tells us that they don't nobody knows when Jesus will return the angels don't even know. It was a surprise to when Jesus Christ came as flesh to the earth. Here the Bible is saying that to the intent, that's verse 10, that now unto principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church, that is us, the manifold wisdom of God. Oh Lord, aren't you so happy? That there's a level of knowledge, there's a body of knowledge captured, there's a wisdom of God captured in you that angels are looking on to know about God. So it means that when you minister grace, when you preach like I'm doing, angels encamp around, listen, they listen to the truths, they, 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 they react to the light of God. I don't want to digress, I'll have shown you so many scriptures in the Bible where angels reacted to God's word. Angels are given a free will. They voluntarily fell with the devil. You see that in scripture. They were taught that fell with the devil. Look at where angel Gabriel shot the mouth of Zechariah. That was out of the angel's will too. God did not exactly tell the angel to do that. Angels also, they speak to each other. We've seen angels discuss with themselves in scripture. And angels do not get married. There's a subject where people were asking Jesus Christ about marriage. And Jesus said, angels do not get married. So let me do a certain classification at this point that we have got into. There's a certain classification I need to do here. Precious Holy Spirit. A class of angels fell with the devil. And this class of angels, I said that the major part of the population were the principalities and the powers. The Bible says one third fell with the devil. I, I did an example and I showed you that the Prince of Persia was a principality. That's the first class of the angels that fell. The first class were the angels that fell with the devil, according to scripture. Now, there's a second class. These angels that fell with the devil, this first class I'm mentioning that fell with the devil, they are roaming around the air too. They are not categorized as demons. 
but they are not angels of light they are principalities and powers paul referred to them paul was the only person in the bible who gave us an understanding of the first second and the third heaven which was given the grace to see so now the second class of angels are the ones you find in genesis who came to earth they left their estate and slept with the daughters of men actually they raped them and then the offsprings you get from that are the nephilims this class of angels that left their estate were judged immediately they were chained the bible says they were kept in everlasting chains kept for judgment they were kept for the final judgment they were kept in chains they were bound in chains some say under the river of Herates. but then an offspring came from this union of angels and man that brought about the nephilims these nephilims are the giants you see in the bible and these giants what happened with them was they lost their body during the flood they are also referred to as disembodied creatures they cannot go to heaven or really stay on earth because they are illegal and this is why they desperately look for human beings to possess so outside of a body they remain in serious torment that's why they possess pigs like they did in the bible with the madman of gadara that's why they possess animals all types of animals and human beings the highest form of possession they look for are human beings so i classified the fallen angels into two broad categories i said that the first class are the ones that fell with the devil the second class according to scripture are this are the, are the ones that left their estate and began to sleep with the daughters of men and we have offsprings of demons from that the nephilims are roam around the earth so you can see that the earth is overpopulated with all kinds of spirits when you go to territories territories water territories some land territories you find principalities and powers spearheading those locations with demons functioning underneath them if you're into deliverance or some kind of ministry that has to do with escorticism you definitely need to understand all this hierarchy but what the the basis of this teaching is to emphasize the realms of angels so we're not going into demonology so we've talked a lot on angels let us just rub minds now i want you to just look at me a bit on this this is one of my thinkings look at what one angel was able to do to the whole world talking about the a cherub that's talking about the devil now look at what one cherub being was able to do to the whole world lucifer And God even had to come and die for us as a result of one cherubim rebelling against God. Holding the whole of creature bound. You know, there are so many things I can say here, but I guess I'll just have to stop here. I'll have to stop at this point and I just pray that the Spirit gives me grace to share more later on. But I just think that I should stop here but maybe i should say one last thing so that you can really get something out of this since uh the earlier part of this teaching was for knowledge sake look at psalm 103 verse 20 
the bible says there bless the lord ye his angels that excel in strength that do his commandments and hacking unto the voice of his word bless the lord ye his angels that excel in strength and do his commandments hearkening unto the voice of his word from this scripture you understand already that angels never honor the voice of men there's only one voice they hearken to and that's the voice of god they only hearken to the word of the lord not your own word in fact jesus died and he was resurrected he's seated beside christ the bible says in heavenly places on the right hand of god and the bible says he was given a name so that by the name of jesus all knees shall bow in heaven on the earth and underneath the earth jesus christ was given a superior place a superior place in the realms of the spirit so that by his word angels will hacking onto you so this is a solution this is i call it like a blueprint into helping us to mobilize our angels because many of us have angels there's a category of people who don't have angels who think they have angels you have a lot of musicians who sing about the guardian angel and they are basically in the world they don't even know about god and they think they have guardian angels that's not accurate if you don't have the fear of god you don't have any angels with you and there's another category who have angels and then they don't put these angels to work because they don't know how to the scripture here says in psalm 103 verse 20 that angels only hacking to the word of god they only hacking to his voice they excel in strength yes and they hack into the word of god so if you want to dispatch angels you need to release the word of god just the way i'll be doing right now lord jesus i thank you lord for this time in your presence i bless your holy name oh god thank you jesus for your word the bible says that the word of god is sharper than any two-edged sword able to pierce asunder even to the dividing of the soul and the spirit and joint and marrow. Lord, so by the reason of this teaching, by the revelation of this teaching, Lord, every stranger in the body or in the bodies of whoever is listening to this teaching, you are free now in the name of Jesus. I charge that demonic spirit out in the name of Jesus Christ out in the name of jesus you are set free you move forward you advance forward you advance forward you advance forward just the way elijah received the spirit of god and he overtook the chariots of ahab the spirit of the lord comes upon you now and you receive strength to run fast divine speed in the name of jesus christ your life moves forward from now on in the name of jesus lord from the reason of this teaching, O Lord, or by the revelation of this teaching, Lord, let the light that comes from this word, O Lord, make people to draw nearer unto you, O Lord. Let them crave for a deeper level of intimacy with you, Lord Jesus. I decree that from now on, 
People begin to have angelic encounters, Lord. Angelic encounters of your goodness, Lord. Their dreams are made active. Their dreams are made active in your realms. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, life just comes to them right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, I just decree that the life of the Holy Spirit comes to them right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, your visions are activated. Your visions are activated. Your hearing is activated. In the name of Jesus, you begin to hear the Spirit of God. Barata celebande bretos, Mila cabaratos sequetelieto, Shaliata ela no bretusas, Mila cabarata celeba de beredosiete, Eka cobaratiata. Lord, I thank you for your love, Lord. I bless your holy name, Holy Spirit. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Bethel, I call you blessed. Thank you for enduring this teaching and listening. I pray that God transforms you into his perfect image. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Bethel, I call you blessed. Amen.